Time for rolling. Real quick before we get into today's episode, uh, we're going to take a pause and talk about our sponsors. Mobile Esports is uh, one of the sponsors of our show. Mobile Esports focuses on all things mobile gaming, of course. Uh, whether it's mobileesports.org or their mobile news where they write all the articles about all the mobile game information coming out. Whether it's Fortnite Mobile, PUBG Mobile, Arena Valor, Vainglory, Clash Royale, they cover all the mobile titles. Uh, Vainglory hopefully will be coming soon with them when it comes to community events. They just finished their Fortnite stream the other, uh, the other week. Fortnite has been crazy on mobile, so... Uh, if you're not following them, make sure you do follow them on Twitter at esports underscore mobile. They always have great G Fuel discounts running. That way you can pick up some great uh, G Fuel products, whether it's shakers or whatever your favorite flavor is. Other sponsor is uh, the NACL. Of course, season six registration is ending uh, this week. Probably already ended by the time you guys hear this. But a lot of great teams are joining the NACL this year for or at least this season, so uh, pretty excited about that. Season 6 is going to be awesome, uh, but let's get back to this episode and today's conversation of Vanglory Esports. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vanglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vanglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutzloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, how's it going, everyone? And welcome to Time for Rolling. Hey, hello, hi. It's episode number 92. I'm with Crude Sloth tonight. Uh, Polly, I didn't want to waste his time because we don't we don't know how this episode is going to go, right? We're just kind of winging it. Yeah, we are definitely winging it. Um, like what, 15, 20 minute episode? I mean, I don't know. 15. Who knows what we we'll talk about? <laughs> I got plenty because... of things I can ramble on about. <laughs> yeah, well. Um,. Yeah, there's just, you know, not much is happening. It's been a pretty dead week. I mean, as I look back on my on my Twitter and seeing things on Twitter, not too much has happened and and not too much. I mean, really nothing at all. No, I got, we got nothing from any teams. We haven't seen any any type of information coming from, you know, players. I think starting maybe got kicked out of Nova question mark. <laughs> Yeah, who knows if that's troll or not? Yeah, but, uh, he said he said the reason he got kicked out was for the trolliest reason. So who knows? It's just troll on top of troll on top. Which kind of means that he was just being a troll, and he just thinks the reason he got kicked out was troll. <laughs> Trollception. Yeah, he has always had issues and always been a troll person. So I mean, whatever. He's really good at Overwatch. Maybe you should go try Overwatch. I think Overwatch may be more toxic and troll than Vainglory, to be honest. TBH. I don't know. I don't, I don't watch much uh, Overwatch, so I wouldn't know how troll that uh, esports scene is. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's NA information. EU information. You know, I kind of tweeted out today. I've been thinking about, you know, the little article I'm going to do for preseason ranking. And, you know, right now it's just kind of like, tribe and then the rest is just you don't know who it is we have no information on any teams rogue tsm none 
Um, Nova, technically none, even though we've seen who's playing with them. We have no idea. We have no official roster yeah. announcements. So we have nothing but Tribe. We're two weeks from preseason. Fangor says there are eight teams in the preseason and VPL. So they have to know who those eight teams are and whether or not, and behind the scenes, all these players are maybe being in contact with orgs, talking with orgs, that kind of stuff. Maybe that all is going to be happening at once. Um, I for sure thought by this point it would be happening. But NA is Tribe, and then who knows? And EU is SK, and then who knows? Even though I have not seen an official announcement from SK saying, like, here's our Vainglory 5-5 roster, I think Tetno, Hondor, Kavalafar, Tyrus, and Hegman, that's the five, and that's that's a stupid dominant roster i think g2's gone i think they're retiring from vainglory so i don't think for now i don't think we'll see g2 you know they haven't made a roster or announcement about that and you know seeing everyone get dropped to me means that they're just retiring because there's no way you would drop a team that has gone to worlds a team that's constantly been the only eu team able to represent eu pretty good so that has to be a more of a team just the, the g2 stepping away so losing both those big eu orgs like Fnatic and g2 really suck along with team secret a long long time ago so hopefully hopefully eu will come back strong in the future but i'm telling you i would honestly just like to watch some scrims between sk and tribe like those would be some crazy games i think 5a5 will i think we've already talked about it like early 5a5 is going to be ugly no matter what but I think like EU may may get closer to NA's level in five v five, possibly. Yeah, I think there's there's a chance. Uh, I mean, I, obviously that still depends on a lot of things, like what you were just saying, is you know teams and stuff like that. But still a lot of unknowns. Uh, we'll have to see. But hopefully for our sake, EU could close the gap a little bit and make it make it a, a, as competitive and is what NA yeah. does sometimes. I mean, we don't cover EU that much on the podcast like we do, but I mean, me and you definitely watch just as much EU, I would say, as NA. And oh, uh, yeah. I think we definitely could run into some problems with just, you know, SK kind of dominating and maybe other teams struggling to compete with them. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if uh, maybe some other rosters form that are actually really good. We've seen Clash, actually. They have been playing... They've been scrimming against um, teams such as SK, and I still think Clash is just like you know still definitely behind them at a disadvantage, even though they have players that are definitely recognizable on that. So um, that uh, an EU will be interesting, and I I think preseason EU will happen just like preseason NA. Like we'll definitely get to see some EU scrims and during preseason, so that'll be interesting to see. Um, three matches per day in preseason that'll be pretty good. If do you think we'll get a schedule? Like, are we gonna have like a kind of like a, a schedule release for all five weeks, or is it gonna be like literally like a couple days before each week, and they'll announce who's playing? Uh, for our sake, I hope it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at the same time. Yeah, so that we kind of know and if we can, can look kinda... ahead and you know yeah. predict that kind of stuff. So, but uh, hold on. Yeah, not to not to badmouth Vainglory, but it looks like it might be the other part because we're only two weeks out. Right, that's what I was gonna ask. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, today is for us. It is Monday, listeners. It is probably your. It's probably Tuesday, uh, the twenty twenty sixth or twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Um, today's twenty sixth. Yeah, twenty yeah, seventh. Uh, maybe I'll release this on Wednesday. I don't even know. I haven't thought of that far ahead yet. But you know, 
this weekend is our last weekend without yes yeah this weekend is our last weekend without quote-unquote official Vanglory esports so um that's a lot of announcements to happen within because today is monday so it's still early so maybe i'm like i'm holding my breath that we get some announcements but like man not seeing like all these teams because it's kind of like has to be something there has to be something by this weekend there has right, to right. be if not i mean and i don't i think it's like this giant everyone knows behind the scenes like everyone's just holding on to the information waiting to release i guess like maybe you know it's kind of like that trickle effect where you see one team re- announces that they're here's their 5 5 roster and the next thing you know you see all of them at the same time so i feel like it's like definitely kind of like a scheduled thing the fact that tribe announced and everything became official so fast for them is kind of weird like it's crazy that yeah they're just like heck yeah we got our team let's go like well, no i mean if you can if you can lock up those players would you not make it official well, yeah that's as true as possible you know what i'm saying and like, i think they like, didn't want to they were tired of uh i need to move my mic down i'm peeking um they were tired of you know, they probably, want, they probably want to do content. They probably want to, you know, start, you know, Chief Pat's like a, a YouTube expert. So he's probably ready to push content, get get the other, all the players' YouTube channels set up and start pushing that stuff. So you can't do that if no one knows that they're on Tribe. So I'm sure that's right. nice. Definitely was interesting to see Chief Pat at the, at the you know, the event in San Fran and then, you know, see what kind of players he was hanging out with and, you know, how that was all playing out. And then, boom, next thing you know, he picked up all Cloud9. We were like, yeah, what I figured. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was with, hey, you know, it's just like we, we saw all the professional players get to meet some of them. You're like, oh, Flash with Hammy and Big Paws? Hmm. Why is he kind Question of mark? why is he kind of being their hey, responsible adult? Hey, you guys want to go get dinner? Yeah. Why is he the responsible adult for them? Hmm, maybe because he's like their coach and he's trying to recruit them. Um. But yeah, the yeah. reason why I'm not even talking about Child's Play is like, yeah, are they going to be TSM? I would say yeah, but there's still probably a lot that can happen that TSM just decides not to, and now you just have Child's Play be Child's Play unless they get picked up by another org that would uh, let them represent they the name. They would have to be picked up by another org, I feel like. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, like in past uh, Bangalore history, it's been like, oh, after this was like a cringeworthy time, but... In EU especially, like each weekend, some teams were named differently. Like, oh, actually, this is this yeah. roster that got picked up by Mouse Sports, and the next thing you know, uh, Locus East Locus was that what their name was? Do you remember that name, Lotus or Locus? I don't know. Lotus, Lotus. And then yes, they were Lotus. in, and then they changed their name, and then this team picked up. It was like chaotic, and maybe like preseason, we're gonna have like maybe some teams that don't represent anyone, and then the orgs will pick up teams throughout preseason, heading into the real VPL. Uh, who knows? But right now, it's one real org with a lot of other question marks next to the rest seven. Yeah, who knows? We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll just think, we'll have to figure out stream time. You know, uh, when everything's streamed, that kind of stuff. If EU first, then NA. If it's gonna be a traditional style like that. But that's all the questions. Two weeks, like you said. Hopefully, the content for us will ramp up, and we don't have to do these ramble episodes. That way, we can uh, start diving into some players and what's happening in the esports scene right now it's really hard to do that for the most part but um very hard but yeah eu and a both really questions we'll see what ends up happening there um let's see they did just announce which is i think is kind of interesting um they did just announce banglory is doing this thing hmm. what 
Quando ele disse Nelson. Oh, sorry. Vizox was responding to me about my tweet. He goes, I said I wanted to do preseason ranking for VG, then starts in two weeks. Right now, here it is. How, here's how it would look. I put number one, Tribe, two through eight. Who the hell knows? He goes, I think we're second after TSM. And I, I like TSM? There is no TSM. Technically. Technically. Can I respond to that? Is that bad radio? I mean, you do what you want, but you make a good point that, I mean, technically. I mean, I get his tweet, and like, but for me, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, Vainglory is, or TSM's definitely sticking around. Like, who the hell knows? Like, I mean, yeah. I guess they've been playing under that TSM tag for how long? Like, I guess that would that would make sense, but I'll, I'll send that in a second. Here we go. Vainglory's doing a little uh, fun play or event thing with Insomnia Gaming Fest, uh, IG Fest, which is a, it looks like a UK uh, I-62. Uh, they're partnering up with Razer. They're going to be there doing some games and stuff with Razer. And there's two teams. Here we go with this damn team thing again. And you have to pick what team you're on, I guess. This is going to be interesting. There's Team Dowsy and when... Team Team Scoundrel. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to so say? I have a, well, I have a question. When is it going to be Team Crude or Team Endless? That will like, never happen. To get in contact with Nivnet or something. I don't, I don't think that's just going to happen. I don't think I don't think people would care about our teams. <laughs> they should. Uh, but Team Dowsy, Team Excoundrel, um, I, I have to say I'm on Team Dowsy just because I've been a sub in his chat, Twitch chat, and I interact with him more. So I think I'm Team Dowsy for this event. So I guess that leaves me no choice but to go to Team Excoundrel. I guess I so. The same, I can't be the same as you, so... You're on which the... is fine, which is totally fine. I'm cool with being on Team Excoundrel. Yeah, stuff. he's pretty yeah. smart. A lot of good YouTube videos. Definitely uh... completely nice guy. When we were out there in San Francisco, we met him the first time. Yes, I we did get to meet him in San Fran. Team Excoundrel. Yes, Munchables is my favorite over all of them. Sorry, everyone, when it comes to the UK squad, but Munchables, man, he was he was a funny dude. And... I thought you were about to say over everyone, and I was like, man, you haven't heard of Humanist, have you? Oh uh, well, Humanist is funny too. They all were nice. Dowsy, we didn't get to meet. Oh yeah, but no, he, he wasn't there. Um, but so I guess for that event, if it's uh, if you're a EU person, uh, it is taking place March 30th through the uh, April 2nd at the Razor booth at that little event Insomnia. Uh, for me, all I think of is Insomnia cookies. I don't know if anyone else has that around the world, but man, Insomnia cookies where I live are some of the best cookies ever. They deliver 24 hours out of the day. 24 365 or no 365? No free ads though. Um, so insomnia, if you <laughs> if you want to jump keep, on board, yeah, if you want to keep pushing your product, you might want to hit my DMs there. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, Team Dowsy for Endless, Team Scoundrel for uh, Crude. So hopefully, uh, people win some good prizes with that. But what else was I going to talk about? Twitter talk. A lot of happening on Twitter. Not really though. There isn't too much happening on Twitter. I was about to be interested in what you were going to say. I was like, I haven't seen a whole lot. Well, there is one thing that's been happening on Twitter that's pretty big. Crude. Is it sad? I don't want to talk about if it's sad. Sad? I, yeah. We, have, well, we, we haven't talked about this. We haven't. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that first. Then we'll go. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll get the mood down and sad. Then we'll bring it back up with more happy banter. Uh, the sad okay. news is. and hey, 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 hey. It's my breaking news. Okay. Okay. But there's two. Make sure you break both of them because we technically haven't talked about either of the people. Just you okay, talk you about your one. A, you, you talk about your one. You I'll talk it. about the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sad news. Uh, 
playoff beards leaving vainglory if you haven't heard if you haven't heard you probably don't play vainglory you probably aren't listening to the podcast you probably aren't listening to this podcast because everyone knows it is a big deal um yeah you know not he's like he said you know vainglory's not dying he's just he's moving on to some other stuff in his life and i understand completely it's gonna be really sucky Ah, about him his tweet though his tweet still scared me what tweet it or say it here, let me let me let me get to it pulled up real quick. Um, you know him just saying, let's see, let's see. Oh, his thread is ginormous. Uh, incredibly proud. Okay, also thread. It's with a heavy heart that I announced that I'm soon leaving Super Evil after four incredible years and a wild one. Honfrey will arrive with the best game community plan. The time has come for a new challenge. Let's see. It's also time for me to move on from quote unquote start up life. Now with a young child at home and the need for more consistency and work-life balances. So basically the saying is like he can't work like these crazy-ass hours and, you know, yeah. pulling some crazy all-nighters because it's such like a small company, I guess, that he has to like spend more time at home and he can't maybe give as much of his efforts towards Vanglory. So he's just going to get a different job that maybe he's more steady, I guess he's trying to say. Man. I wonder where he's going or what he's doing. Yeah, we'll we'll probably find out. Vain shame is the other one I was going to say. Uh, he was a big production guy within the Vainglory world. You know, he's done a lot for, you know, streams and Vainglory League. I think like the whole EU type scene. Uh, so Vainshame did a lot and he is moving on from Vainglory as well. So that's interesting to see, you know, basic to me, it's just like he doesn't have a job there anymore. So he moves on somewhere else and you see Humanist. Humanist tweeted out. Like, maybe his last cast for Vainglory was the WESG thing. And everyone's like, last cast, what, what, what? And he's, like, just trying to figure things out, trying to work out some details. Basically, to me, it sounds like he's, like, trying to work out a contract where I can still be employed by SEMC. So, like, if they can't come to some type of agreement, because he's not just a caster. You know, he's at the office. He's at the office a certain amount of times a week doing things and working for them not just casting he's making videos doing other stuff so like he's uh he does some things for them as well so maybe he's either it's like a contract renegotiation maybe kind of like football <laughs> like free agency period yeah that would be a huge loss too i feel like if yeah if they couldn't come to terms i don't man what i don't know so you're right it's yeah so christian you know at the shred did make a tweet today because someone posted a thing of him on on reddit he was literally just playing with random people like getting invited by random people and he was joining and playing with them like what a ceo like hell yeah like just talking to the common people that's what i like uh but he said you know to all vainglory players they're working on a broader transparent communication around the roadmap vision improving player experience and comments on some of our recent roster changes aka i I think they're meaning like devs leaving um so he's like look forward to sharing so i'm interested to see what he says about why people are leaving maybe maybe we'll get new people coming in that are big news like oh an ex league of legend or riot employee you know that kind of stuff who knows but uh that is good to see him comment on the situation and we hear it a lot oh better communication better communication better communication and i think it's coming i think I mean, it takes a bit. It's not going to be like, oh, the drop of a hat, something happens. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see what he says. Yeah, it will be. Um, so, yeah, all of them leaving does suck. It will be interesting to see. 
I, I'm obviously in the Slack, content creator Slack, and there's tons, always tons of conversations happening there. Like, oh my God, I cannot ever keep up. Like, I literally today at work, I was so bored. I read through like four days of conversation. It took me like an hour uh, to get through them all, just like keeping up on issues and people, like content creator, like complaints, that kind of stuff. And I feel like that's where a lot of the communication does happen, where content creators try to, you know, carry pass on or send messages to what issues are happening um but we'll see what you know bangalore can come up with throughout 2018 you know even though esports is really important to me and you it's still like really important for them to you know worry about casual players and just worry about the game experience as a whole because esports scene and the the esports can only carry them so far while it's really important i think it's it's really good uh you know to focus on casual players and people that don't care about esports. I feel like that's where a lot of money comes from. Yeah. Until yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe until you get to be bigger, then it kind of switches like to your esports scene like League of Legends and I think they'd probably make I don't know, maybe not. I'd be so curious to see statistics on that. Mhm. Yeah. Um I they do their best about caring about casual and competitive both at the same time. Uh, their roadmap is probably just it, their roadmap is crazy. Like the things they have to do and what they want to work on. I remember when we talked to one of that. I don't even know what his. I don't remember what the dev's name was. But right before we were leaving the uh, the cave, what is it called? The bunker. I forget what their secondary office is called. I think it's called the cave. The layer in the cave. Yeah. So like we were leaving that, and some random dev just stopped us, and he was like, "Hey, what's your guys's opinions on five v five? What do you like? What do you hate? Yeah. What are your thoughts?" And he was just a random dev just wanting to know what we what we wanted and he he did mention that like most of the time whatever the community comes up with that they need or want the devs have already thought about it and either have tried it or it's like in a roadmap possibility like so it's it's something that they always they always are they're just like us so they understand what they what players want cuz they're players too but people just don't understand how hard it really is just like people talking about uh, bugs. I think this is on Reddit. Excoundrel was talking about how some people just think we should tweet at Vanguard and say fix this bug, and then tomorrow they should fix it. Like it's like a scoundrel said, you got to find the code. You have to, you know, when we were playing Vanguard on the test pilots, you know that kind of stuff. There was literally that button yeah. where you could pull up all the code to the game. It was wild. Like you could do some yeah. crazy stuff. Like and it was a huge list. Oh my god, there's so much stuff you could have done within that pile, like the the test devices. And it's like a scandal said, you change that, you find the code that's the issue to the bug. You change that. Next thing you know, that code just changed other code, and now you have ten more bugs. That's even worse. So it's not an easy process, and that's just how people are in the world. They just expect it to be easy and expect you to be perfect because you are a company, which to a certain extent you have to hold them accountable. But whatever, to, I a, mean, to a certain extent though, right? Crazy about it. So the other big thing that a lot of people were, you know, crazy about today was just this this Disney Pixar bracket, right? <laughs> That's the big news. That's what I was saying. That's the biggest thing on my Twitter so far is just people getting in straight fist fights on Twitter over who your champion of this Disney Pixar bracket. Uh, it's the Lion King is the champion. So so a lot of EU there. people are just not on board with Lion King, not on board at all. A lot of Aladdin fans, which I still dig that. I'm a big fan of Aladdin, um, but not as big as fans of Lion King. A lot of people, a lot of people like the Her- Hercules too. Like the, some people had Hercules all over the board. And I'm like, whoa, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Me personally, I picked Lion King to win. The Disney side was easy, but the Pixar side was impossible. Like Bugs Life, See, Ratatouille. Like I love both those movies. Nemo or Inside Out. 
both good. I'm not I'm not as big on Pixar because I feel like Pixar wasn't as big like back when I was a kid. Like it was the OGs, like the Aladdin, the Lion King. Like yeah, but you still have Toy Story. That's an OG. Bugs Life, Nemo, Incredible. Oh, dude, Pixar's better than Disney, man. Even though they're like the no, same not. thing. No, it's not. Ooh, it's hard. I don't know. I know. I, I I did that this morning when I first woke up. I found a blank one, got on my little editor, and you know, put my put my text in and moved them all around. And man, I had more anxiety, and that took me longer than my sixty question history exam I took at college the other day. I took that in <laughs> ten minutes. This one took me like at least a half hour to decide what I wanted to do for my final four. I would have been thoroughly disappointed in you if you didn't have Lion King. Toy Story versus Monster Inc. Though that's I got a lot of flack for that. The only reason why I picked Monster Inc. is because like I like watched Monster Inc. like religiously. Like I did with Toy Story original two, like the original one I watched a lot. But Monsters Inc. for me is just I don't know. It's just classic. Uh, the real world problems here, man. The real world problems we talk about. Yeah, you know sometimes Bangalore esports doesn't happen, so we got to talk about something else, right? <laughs> so five five overall though i mean how has how how have you been handling five e five i know there's been a lot of people talking about how eh, they just so right now it's just not really enjoyable i don't know how you feel about it i mean i will say that me personally i enjoy it a lot more when i play with you or play with someone that i know right um which i mean i don't know i feel like i could play 3v3 and enjoy it on my own but maybe this has something to do with the game being new and stuff like that i i stand by what i said before you can go back and listen i feel like it is even more troll now more troll i was yeah. so wrong oh I, yeah i oh, am yeah. it's just it it's people that it's it, you gotta remember it's kids that play the game and get tilted super fast and they don't care like mm-hmm. we we've you and i say this every time we play together it could be 15 minutes in and we're getting slaughtered. I, I've seen this happen more times now in the, what, two months we've been playing 5v5 than the two years that I've been playing in Vanglory 3v3 was comeback wins. Like, just to turn the game entire game around. Like, early, mid, and late game in 3v3 is nothing compared to the same as 5v5. Early, mid, and late, you, you have such a better chance to turn it around in 5v5 than what you do in 3v3, in my opinion. And so to go back to your original question, like, yeah, I, I have fun when I play with like you or like a guild mate. Uh, but I don't know, playing by myself, it's like, I, I don't, I can't communicate with anyone really. I mean, I can, you have the in-game ping and stuff like that. No, I'm talking, I'm, no. I'm talking like voice comms. Like, yeah, that's it's, what I'm talking. yeah, it's a hundred percent miserable. And honestly, like I've never, never like hated Vainglory or not. I mean, I've gone through my spurts of. I played for two years or, you know, I found it in 2014. So it's been a while, three years, but like, and there was times that I died out of Anglory and I stopped playing for a bit and I would come back and enjoy it. I never stopped watching. That's one thing I do enjoy more with Vanglory. Vanglory is like one of the games that I don't enjoy playing it as much as I enjoy watching like the competitive streams. Yeah. I, I love watching Vanglory eight and the esports scenes. I love watching it. I think that's entertaining. People on Fortnite, for example, a lot of people love watching Fortnite more than they love playing it. There are those types of games where sometimes you love playing it, sometimes you love watching it. Um, but with Vanglory yeah. specifically, it's just like right now, it's miserable. Like I hate playing. I can't play ranked by myself. And if yep. I didn't grind immediately with like some of my guildmates when it first started, the rank started, they're already too high for me to play with them. So I basically have a solo queue. 
with people that try to fight 1v4. And it's so yeah. tilting for me because it's hard for me to stop and think like, okay, maybe this kid is just a 12 years old and has this game on his phone and he's clueless and doesn't care. But like for me, why are you muting and unmuting your mic? Coughing. I'm having some throat problems tonight. 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 Okay, okay. Sorry. Don't mean to, but I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you're effing mic. I don't understand why that button is so loud, but I can't turn it I off. I know. Sorry. It's so weird. Anyways, I'll continue on. Sorry. Um, But yeah, it's just like, it's, it is not fun for me right now. Like I had fun with you on stream when we played some casual games and I, you know, I went like 22 and three with Tony cause I just played like some scrubs and we got to like do some communication. But even then, you know, that's, we still have three members on our team, and people are like, oh, surrender. We're, we're down to one kill. Surrender. It's just like, yes. why are you playing this yeah. game? Why? And I did see yeah. a tweet that made a lot of sense to me. It was like, MOBAs are not a game you should play unless – and I, this this is a hard tweet. I get a lot of people don't agree with this. But MOBAs is not a game you should just pick up and play for fun. Like, it is a game that you have to have skill. Like, you need to practice. You need to understand. You know, there's strategy. It's not a game you just pick up to, you know, screw around on. And if it is, you should be playing Blitz. And it made a lot of sense for yeah. me because I don't play it a lot. So that's why I get so mad is because I'm not that good at it. Like, I'm not good, so why try and rank? Like, I'm not going to be able to grind rank anyway, so what's the point? I might as well just play casual where I can just care a little less, understand I'm not going to lose ELO and it doesn't matter if I lose. But, yeah. yeah, it is so hard right now to play. And maybe if I could look back three years ago and think about how the game was then, maybe it was really hard for me to play then because I didn't know how to play the game. And I played with a lot of people that didn't know either. But I feel like back then everyone was new. And right now there's a lot of people that know how to play 5v5 and are stuck with people that just are clueless. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I got tilted with things in 3v3, but there's nothing more tilting in 5v5 than a person that runs across the whole map and dies to four members. And I'm just like... And then and then the rest of the team falls in one by one. One by like, one. To yeah, try yeah. to go help. And it's, Even it's like, if, oh, well, he's low on health now. Let me... And then you're like, I'm like, bro, he's leading you to the other side of the jungle where the rest of the team waits. Yeah, yeah. If If they... That's what people need to understand is... If your teammate gets caught out, it's not 3v3. You can't go save them as easily as you can now. Like You 100% need to let that person die, and you need to just pull back to your side and either, I would even say, don't even try to steal the Ghost Wing or Black Law. There's no point in trying to do that. You really just have to go back to your lanes and farm and wait until that person's back up. At a certain point in the game, jungle. Yeah, yeah. at a certain point in the game, if you are not ahead, you cannot fight unless all five members are there. Like there's times that if you're ahead, you can fight three v five and win or four v five and win. But if you're behind, you have to get a five v five and catch them out. It's like you said when we were playing on stream. There was times that we caught them out and we started winning because we kept catching them out yeah. one by one. As long as we stick together, it's fine. But nope, you got one idiot that thinks, oh, I should split push, and he runs up the whole right lane to go get one turret, and their team realizes it and just rotates on him and kills him. I'm like, was that was that worth it? And they and. And they typically do that when the when the death timers are like fifty. seconds. Yeah, fifty seconds. So it's like oh, okay, thank it's you. It's like all oh, this if one. You wanted, oh, 
if you want to do that with 10 seconds on the timer, like maybe I can forgive you and try and you can actually clear a turret then like, great. Right. Good for you. I'm not, but upset about when it's that, that late it's... in the game and you try to get yeah, one yeah. turret to open up maybe an armory, which is good. But yet when you die now, we're down four or five, that gives them an open chance to get black claw or ghost wing, which forces us or boar both. Yeah. And for, for forces all four of our members to try to stop it, which means <laughs> they can force a five V four. And now we just lose. It's yeah. mind boggling. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little tangent about Vainglory there. Five and, and I think the the other mobile games that are out right now are also responsible for me not playing as much Vainglory. Obviously, Fortnite, I play tons of that. And I have fun playing with my friends when I play that. Even though I suck just as bad on Fortnite, it's like Dowsy said with me. I said, would I rather stream Vainglory or Fortnite? Which one did I get less tilted on? And Dowsy's like, no, Fortnite is less tilting because for him, when he dies, it's because he sucks and he knows he sucks. But in Vainglory, you have four other members, and there's a lot of reasons why you die and you lose is because of the team doing stupid things. So it's much more tilting. Yeah. And it's so true. Like for me, Fortnite, I literally can play two hours of Fortnite. I can place 70th every time, and I'm probably still enjoying it just because I'm like, well, maybe this next game I'll get two kills and enjoy it. So it's just like for me, right? And even if it's Fortnite mobile or on my PC, like I've been playing that a lot more than Vainglory. But then I'll jump on Vainglory. Get some casuals in, and I do enjoy it. But, man, I cannot play ranked, and I'm just going to be at Tier 4 forever. Yeah. I mean, just to add on to that, it's like, you know, in, in Fortnite, it's your fault. Unless you're, like, duoing or something or squads, which yeah. we're not even going to get into that. But, like, in, in in Fortnite, it's your fault when you're solo, when you die. So, you're like, okay, I did this wrong. Let's do this next time. And you can get right back into it. In, in Vainglory, unless you're, like, dnzo or old school or someone who can carry an entire team which is even harder to do now in five yeah five, even now in five five that's almost impossible yeah like you're like oh i had i went 15 and 0 this game great well the rest of your team went 0 11 0 and 6 <laughs> 0 and 2 like and you're like well yeah i okay why why play yeah i went 18 and 3 on crystal celeste mid lane on uh, my second ranked game we lost big time and i just and it was I didn't go eighteen and three because I wasn't aggressive enough. No, I literally would just team fight when we did. I would kill as many people as I could, but my team just made stupid decisions. We'd get caught out all the time. We'd keep dying. Like both lanes were down two turrets, and my mid lane still had all of them up because I just you know you don't need to rotate. If you're your top laner, stop rotating to bottom lane to clear that bottom laner's lane when he's off dicking around in the jungle. Because now your lane yeah. is going to get pushed. Now someone else has to go fix your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Literally. Pretty true. Stay in your yeah, lane. Pretty like, true. I mean, for the most part, your jungler and roamer can rotate. And unless you have your wave pushed and there's no one there pushing back, then you can rotate. But even me, I've made that mistake a lot. I push my lane and then I try to rotate. Next thing I know, look back at my mid lane. Oh, three people happened to show up right when I left and they pushed hard and got mid turret. Like you have to understand that you do not have time to leave that lane if no one's going to watch it and they're pushing it back. Like you have to stick in your lane. Up yeah. till a certain point when it becomes time for all five members to start team fighting, it's, it is it is definitely crazy and that's why I'm just like, I love Vanglory Esports and I need it back because I need my Vanglory fix without me having to play it and get super tilted. Yep, I agree. Because I don't, I don't, not that I don't like watching streams, but for the most part, I don't enjoy watching a streamer. Like, I, I really can't watch a Vanglory stream unless it's someone that I, I do truly, truly like. If it's like a Flash X or um, even his, I can't stick around for too long. Nothing against him, but it's just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, 
I get bored just because I I love Vanglory because I love the casting and the teams and the the point systems we do and the podcast. That's why I love esports as a whole. I I, I tend to find myself falling back to watching a Fortnite streamer or something like that. I agree. Dinzio is pretty entertaining, actually. He's kind of funny because I never knew that kid was such a troll. He's such a troll. Yeah. But um, let's see. Other games, uh, Rules of Survival, that did happen this past weekend, I think. Vainglory veterans were over there in China playing in the championship. How'd they do? You know, I actually never saw their final standings. Neither did I. But I know they did not get top three. I know that. Um, I think... Hammy did pretty good with the ladies over there. Though. Yeah, they sweet from Flash. <laughs> and it was like, you know, Hammy, you may not be the best player in China, but you're possibly the best looking. And there was like four Chinese girls like running up to him and taking pics with them. And you could tell he was just so uncomfortable. I mean, think about it. He's an 18-year-old in China, and all these Chinese girls are like, oh, there's an American. We have to take a picture with them. And Hammy's pretty yeah. tall. And you know, the, the Asian culture loves tall people. Like, those tall people are like freaking superstars to them right. that rules their spiral stadium was insane though someone was, was like really cool well they only had like 300 viewers watching the street but uh people are like how the hell do they have this big of a venue with this many viewers how are they doing this how is it that big of a prize pool i'm like guys it's net ease it's a chinese company worth how much money they can do whatever they want like you throw that much money at a company, even if they have a shitty game. I'm not saying Rules of Survival is shitty, but now with PUBG out and Fortnite, like I don't think Rules of Survival will be sticking around. Besides, with their small, very, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Committed or loyal Community. audience? Yeah. Community. I I think PUBG will be the better game just because of Tencent being able to produce a, a really good game. But yeah, that was cool to see Vanglory veterans. They had a nice little logo and see them represent. Unfortunately, Iraqi couldn't go because of all of his issues with his visa. So Hammy went instead. It was Tiggs and Hammy and Flash and Chuck. So I'm sure that was a hell, man. Like they made 30K off of winning the North America round. So yeah, then they got true. to go and pretty much have that free trip and experience Shanghai and Hell, then you had Excoundrel, not Excoundrel. Yeah, yeah, Excoundrel and Munchables freaking casting. Like, you got Vainglory people everywhere. Yeah, they were well represented. Hey, yeah, I watched them cast, and those two did a pretty good job. And it was fun seeing the stream, and those freaking Chinese people freaking love that game. Like, holy cow. (laughs) Well, it's just like, did you see, uh, wow, Uh, Sweet Jay's tweet about Honor Kings, like their opening ceremony? Uh uh-uh, uh, I didn't see that. Oh my god, dude. Like their opening ceremony was just like League of Legends Worlds. They had like musicians and artists and like uh dancers and like all this huge like scene for the opening ceremony and like Honor of Kings is tons of celebrities play it and that Honor of Kings is literally like the biggest thing in that culture. There's like billboards and just I don't get it. It just blows my mind. The, the the East out there is a whole different culture than what we have in the West when it comes to mobile yeah, games. That is for sure. Maybe one day the West will be uh, on the same page as them. Maybe. We can only hope. But hey, dude, the amount of mobile games that are out right now is wild. There's a lot. They keep coming out. Yeah, there's one right now that I just started playing that's like Destiny, basically. Oh, boy, of course. It's called Legends. It's hella fun. Whatever happened to Lineage? Lineage? 
Yeah. Oh, Did that's play- that's no 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 no. I played that for like three days and I was like, I this there's thousands of people on my screen. I can't tell what's happening. I can't play this game. <laughs> that was bad. Not that I don't say it's a bad game. There's people, that, a lot of people that enjoy it. But this Legends game is pretty simple, and it's it kind of has a Destiny feel. You have like a hub where other people are, and there's like the armor person, the gun person, the missions person, and you go do missions. And there's also the multiplayer hub where you can join into one v ones and like full battle ra- battle like death match matches. And it's you can upgrade your guns, your armor, just like Destiny. It's it's pretty fun. What's the name of this again? Legends. Oh, okay. But um, other than that, Vainglory, two weeks out, people. Uh, hopefully, we'll have like a schedule. That way, we can. We'll probably do like a prediction type thing early on and just to have like early predictions of, you know, how we think preseason will go. Um, until we find out the teams, then until then, like, once we find out the teams, then we'll be like, okay, this is what this team will look like. We know how they'll how they'll go or how they'll perform. Um, so hopefully that will happen. And then, like I said, um, we are thinking about you know interviewing a player, coach, analyst, caster, just really anyone talking about. Yeah. Um, if we can get someone. Yeah, I mean it's just you know having to send some DM and hoping they respond or see us on Twitter and we'll be willing to come on and talk. Uh, that'd be nice. I did tweet out. Uh, leave a comment with your favorite player. That way you can maybe try to talk to them. Um, but Fuji, of course, is still like the major option. I, I still may send him a message and just see if he wants to come on right before preseason kicks off uh, and see if we could, uh, you know, talk about the preseason heading into the VPL. So that could be his thing, uh, having Fuji on still in the future. Uh, he's just really busy with all the crazy stuff he's been doing. So hopefully we'll find someone to talk to. It would be nice to get someone's perspective heading into the new 2018 and how it's going to be different than the 3v3 and whatnot. That would be a lot of fun. I got a lot of questions. Did you see that they freaking opened up the esports arena in Luxor and Ninja's going to be there? Yeah. And we were literally there like a week before it opened. We could have saw it all, but we were literally there just a week early. Yep. I'm pissed. I know. Now we just need to go back. What are you doing this weekend? I don't know. Uh, I'm coming home. Easter. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> Um, but if, if we have like these events in, in Las Vegas for Vanglory, right? Like we're just gonna stay with, you know, our, our uncle and just show up to every event. Yeah. We're just gonna that sleep on his couch, right? That's the plan. Hell, even if we have to drive, we can make a nice trip out of it. That would be a hell of a drive. It's summertime. I don't, oh shit. I got grad school maybe. Well. Yeah, that wouldn't be that bad of a drive. I mean, we could like do some scenic route. You know, I'm really good at driving at night, so uh, that'll be good. Right. <laughs> I may fall asleep. I do have a little problem with that. Yeah. Uh, yikes. Uh, all right, I need to tweet back. What's his name? Right. That was the thing. Because I want to be like, yeah, if TSM is actually real, <laughs> yeah. yeah, are they real or are they not? Um, let's see. Other big news. What else do we got? Is there anything else? Yeah, just, uh, you know, we did make the change away from SoundCloud. So if SoundCloud was a big thing for you, I'm sorry. But guess what? Spotify is a thing now. So, like, listen on Spotify. Spotify is a great app. I, I like it a lot. I almost like it more than my podcast app on my iPhone. Um, but 
listen on Spotify for sure. Um, check it out. If you don't like using other apps, just try and see how Spotify works. We are definitely glad we're out with Pippa. Uh, we're willing to pay the extra money to be on Spotify. I think it's really cool to be on Spotify. It's pretty sweet. But um, so yes, we'll see. We'll see Spotify being, or, or we'll see if Spotify keeps you know heading up. But um. Anything else? New blog was just about who we should expect in VPL. I really need a montage. I really, really, I was going to do one for Viz, you know, like a little, one of my little montage highlights, but then Viziox did it. Vizox? Vizox? And then, uh, I don't know. I figured that he, I would let him do it and not try to recreate the same one he did. So I can't wait for preseason because then I'll start making those again. That'll be fun back on the YouTube channel. Um, but other than that, I think that's really all we have. So it was a fun little episode, 45 minutes. Of course, we hit our mark. We always do. Um, I hope everyone <laughs> is uh, is doing well on, on the rise, better than Crude and I maybe. Uh, I, yeah, I, I know, hopefully. I know a lot of people have been having their problems, but I think it'll be um, I think it'll be good. I, we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a preseason here in two weeks. So the rest of this week – I mean, if, if you see us on Thursday, then we're glad to talk to you on Thursday, but no promises for the Thursday episode. We did a really, really good job of having two episodes a week on the offseason. Um, I tweeted out it's been 99 days since we had Bangalore Esports, and the fact that we did two episodes a week for the most part uh, after that, it was pretty good. So we'll probably go and once a week. And try to talk about as much Bangalore yeah. as we could. We'll, because, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll go once a week probably until preseason starts back <laughs> up again when we can do our traditional recap prediction. That's what we like to do. That's what our kind oh, of I can't wait for that. Our niche was. So uh, we'll get to back to that pretty soon. Other than that, uh, follow us on Twitter, TFR underscore Esports. Follow uh, Crude and I on our own Twitter pages as well. Um, other than that, thanks for joining us. Just Crude and uh, Polly, I hope you had fun tonight having the night off. Uh, we'll, we'll, t- <laughs> we'll talk to you later. All right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, man. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.